0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of, well, all the shows right here on the Preach Network. You're going to be getting just a little bit of everything on this show uh, i'm gonna be bringing you uh the switch it up show our nintendo switch based podcast you're gonna hear tales from the crib our gateway horror show and of course we're gonna have the preachcast which is the flagship show of the network now um i am going to be your host for all three of these shows my name is glenn and i am usually joined by my wonderful co-host mr seth Trab. At Seth Trav on Twitter, Twitter I should say, or at Basic Boy Gaming. However, if you tuned into this super show last week, you know that Mr. Trav has uh, unfortunately suffered a uh, concussion and he's feeling a little frazzled. So I'm gonna make sure that I dazzle you with some great content this week go ahead uh, and if you want to let our friend know that you are thinking about him send him a tweet over at at, well you couldn't reach him at at Preachcast, but you should really get to him at seth trap at basic boy gaming he has been uh, doing a little bit of streaming now and then so i'm sure he would love if you checked out the uh, the youtube um, basic boy gaming uh, he would be very happy to hear from you and now without any further ado let's go ahead and switch it up Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Switch It Up Show. My name is Glenn and I will be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Nintendo Switch. Now this is going to be a little bit of an abbreviated episode, not quite as um, you know jam-packed, action-packed if you will, as our regular show, but I'm going to go ahead and try to give you just a little bit of a taste. Of the, of the Switch It Up show, so you can get an idea. If you want to, you know, if you like what you hear, if you enjoy this mini episode of the Switch It Up show, go ahead, go, you know, subscribe to the whole Preach Network, download a few of the other back episodes, check out uh, some of the reviews that we do. We've covered a ton of games. So in this mini episode, you're gonna get two, you know, two features. We're gonna have the news segment talking a little bit about the Nintendo Labo uh, launch, and um, we're also gonna review its spring again. But before we do that, let's go ahead and just let some of this music play for just a few, few, few short moments. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Potent Power-Ups. That is our news segment here on the show, where we talk about some of the interesting things that are going on in the wonderful wide world of the Nintendo Switch. And this week, there's really only one big topic over on 420, and that is, of course, the Nintendo Labo. For those of you who don't know, this accessory for the Switch launched today, but it's really way more than just a regular accessory. Um, Not only is it a really cool way for you to kind of build stuff out of cardboard, kind of make your own game. Uh, it's also, you know, it's also kind of like a way gateway into coding a little bit. So let me give you, let me break it down in like a very simple and I guess, you know, somewhat unprofessional way because I'm just giving you my personal opinions on this. Um, basically, you get, you have a couple different uh, options when it comes to the Nintendo Lobo or Labo or however you want to pronounce it. Basically, you get to choose between Um, the variety kit which comes with a bunch of different uh, cardboard pieces in which you can construct a variety you hence the name uh, of objects uh, following the instructions There's also a robot kit as well uh, which allows you to construct different uh, like robotic parts supposedly if you're into gaming a little bit more like if you're interested in the labo uh, from the more like I want to play like different type of games with it um, the robot kit is the way to go Uh, and then if you're interested a little bit more in like some of the building and some of the coding aspects uh, rumor has it that the variety kit is kind of where you want to be Um, and not only can you go through and make some uh, of you know some of the devices that they advertise like you've probably seen the piano the pictures of that all around the internet it looks like it's a ton of fun Um, so it would appeal to people who are both gamers and also people who I feel like are in kind of like into the Lego part of it as well Uh, they also have like a workshop program that lets you go ahead and program your own instruments and kind of design like what the notes sound like and kind of how um the uh the actual like not the joy con but you get to control how the joy cons respond as well but the actual like body of the switch you get to kind of get to position like the strings or the keys and things like that it really gets in depth uh so along with that Um, You know, you not only get to physically build the instrument, you get to build the inner workings of it as well. So it really kind of puts a challenge out there to not only like it's more than a game, you know, it takes it a step beyond that. Uh, I could definitely see a lot of uh, applications for this in like an educational uh, setting. It looks like it is not only a ton of fun, uh, but will kind of encourage kids to be a little bit more active, you know, like when they're gaming, not just physically because they have to go through and assemble things, but kind of like I feel like it's going to force them to tap into like a different mental door that is, you know, normally closed You know, when you're playing a video game. You know, you're not getting necessarily so creative. Maybe I'd say, you know, when you're gaming, you might be like in the moment, um, definitely thinking to solve some puzzles when you're gaming. But that whole like creative, I'm going to build this, and how can I design it? That whole aspect of the game is usually is of the brain is usually kind of I feel like shut off when you're playing. I don't know if you're out there creating masterpieces of like literature or like art while you're video gaming. Let me know, and I'm sure you're out there because I'll probably hear from you. And that Twitter is at SwitchItUpShow. Uh, so you can go ahead and throw me that hatred. Uh but <laughs> I feel like the the Lovo is going to be a super super cool product. It just came out this Friday um the 20th. So it looks it looks super cool. I'm probably gonna see if I can't Uh, spent one uh, for my birthday it is a little bit on the pricier side it is $70 but it looks like you get like a ton out of it because not only like I said can you design things that it's meant for you can go forth and create your own so I think that is super cool I'm excited by it if you have it let us know over on Twitter how it's going because I would love to hear from you Now, before we switch over to the next show, we have one of the most important segments, and that is going to be uh, our review segment, our Let's Play, if you will. And the game that I'm going to be talking to you about this week is a little, like, another, we're sticking with the educational uh, theme this show. It's called It's Spring Again, from the wonderful people over at Sometimes You. So let me go ahead and hit you with their little synopsis that they have over here on the Nintendo eShop, give you a little bit of background. First off, this game is $1 and 99 cents so it is coming in super low on the price point very very good i'm always happy when a game is affordable and let me go ahead read through this give you a little bit of background It's Spring Again, an educational game for children ages 2 and up. It uses game mechanics to teach children about the seasons. This game is intended to develop the associational and logical thinking. By following the hints, children help the seasons change. They learn the order of the seasons and create a melody for each of them with a little help from their parents and the narrator. It's Spring Again is based on a successful puppet show for children ages 2-5, to five in which puppets are controlled by actors uh, that show the children the aud- and the audience the magic of the changing seasons. It's a little, it's worded a little weirdly. The game enriches the show by allowing children to directly interact with the story. The voice actor of the game's narrator is a wonderful actress and a musician named, Akina Akira Aframura very very intense name she lives in Russia uh she's lived in Russia her whole life it says she lives in Russia her whole life it's not phrased right <laughs> performing for children and adults at puppet theaters singing songs uh with a guitar and other instruments she cooperates with musicians working in different genres loves improvisation and is never afraid of experimenting in her art um this game came out just a couple days ago on the 17th you are eligible for up to 10 nintendo gold coins when you buy it and I actually went through a play through the whole little thing you can get through it really in probably i don't know 10 minutes uh if that maybe a little bit under uh, but the game does in fact say that it is you know for ages to end up and it is, you know, it is a game in a way. It's really more of a, like an interactive book or an interactive story. Like the description says, it goes through and it kind of gives you an introduction to like what the seasons look like, what the weather is uh, visually looks like during the seasons. Um, you as the reader get to go through and kind of propel uh, the seasons to change by like knocking the leaves off the tree by placing s- snow on the ground. You get to help facilitate that. The game uses a lot of really cool uh, and fun artwork very very colorful Um, the trees and the sun all have like happy faces on them and everything and I really like the narrator's voice sounds like you know really really soothing and when the narrator first popped up like I didn't really I saw screenshots of this game I saw the title um, but I wasn't really prepared for it to be I knew it was a little bit of a game but more so of a book but I wasn't really as ready for it to be like geared towards like little little kids Um, I definitely think you know, kids of a younger age can totally play this game, because there's really not too much there. In fact, I think it's, and I don't mean that in like a bad way. I mean that in a, like in a good way. Because one, you don't need to use the joy cons at all to play this game. This is something that you can just go ahead and use the touchscreen right, you know, right on it. Uh, and it encourages you to kind of touch everywhere. Because as I was playing this, you know, as I was playing this game, I'm touching things and i'm trying to figure out like what point is next and really like the whole screen like it just like in order to progress the story and move on to the next season you have to touch kind of all over which is exactly what like a two-year-old would be doing with the nintendo switch um my son i feel like is maybe just a little little bit too young he's a little under two Uh, i think it might kind of hold his uh attention uh but i have to uh, make sure that i'm sitting right there with him and like holding like the switch uh but i think once the uh once the game started and narrator came in and the things came on the screen, I think that would grab his attention and hopefully motivate him enough to want to play with it. Uh, I think that, you know, a kid like a toddler age uh, kid would have a lot of fun with this. The music is nice and cool. Uh, Like I said, I love the narrator. We don't have enough games that happen to have a narrator in it. So anytime there's text or anything like that, I always want a narrator. Uh, I didn't see an option to have text on the screen i'm sure it's on there in the settings but uh, as soon as i heard the voice i was like yes this is this is gonna be cool uh and i really like the graphics it looks like um uh, like we we read a lot to to my son and I l- it, it looks like one of the books that we would read to him like at bedtime uh, it has that like little kids book feel to it and the fact that it's interactive like I could definitely see him like asking to do this one again um so I I think this is for what it is I think this is really really good and the price is like the price is like spot on it's ninety nine. like that's that's awesome if this was like one of the books that we get from the bookstore it's probably like $10 you know like um, books for kids you would think would be like affordable but sometimes they're really sometimes they're really kind of pricey uh, and the fact that this is so well done uh, and it looks so good uh, and it has the narration in it like I, I think it would I think he would really like it and you know it's got the educational aspect to it as well um, I think depending on like the age and like you know how like, I don't know I don't want to say aware, but like different kids are at different places. Uh, I, I could see them like going outside and be like being able to like identify like snow. like I know I know my kid would would be super excited and try to look for like the trees um and things like that. so I, I could see this game um, helping out. I think this is I think this is cool. You have to understand that this game is not, um, even though it's in the switch store, it's definitely the youngest, uh, geared game that I've seen on there. And just the fact that there's games like this, uh, like on the Nintendo switch, you know, I think that's awesome because, you know, you don't want to have, I feel like you don't want to have too much, uh, like screen time when you're that little. Um, but this is something that they can play that is a little bit more educational and like, it's a great, like sometimes activity, you know? Uh, so I, I think this is cool. Um, th- I haven't really seen any other games like this in the Switch. I feel like it's in a category on its own and I feel like it does a great job at what it's doing and its price point is perfect. Um I'm I'm gonna give this uh you know, I can almost hear Seth Drav like yelling at me uh from like his couch. Uh but I'm gonna give this a five because for what it is, like it's perfect. Like it's a perfect little game for kids. Um I am nest. you know, I'm a I'm an adult, I'm not necessarily the audience for this, but I do have to sit there while it's happening. Uh and like I I had, I had fun with this game. I thought it was super well done. Uh, I didn't, like, cry because the story was so deep at the end of it or anything like that. But, you know, it, it because it exists, I feel like people will ask for it more. So I feel like, it, at least in, like, the world of, like, Nintendo for, like, games for, like, really little kids, I feel like this is doing something important. So... Feel like that score, like almost boosts it a little bit more, and it's at a price point that's really good, you know, it's not gonna like break the bank. Uh, so I think that's awesome. The game is called It's Spring Again, it is a dollar 99 on the Nintendo Switch eShop. If you ha- pick it up, if you play it with your kids, let us know over on at Switch It Up Show. We would love to hear from you and what you think about it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to stay tuned after this show is done. We got two more shows coming up. Preachcast is up next, please. Please, uh, you, know, unlike any other week, do not switch it up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the PreachCast. My name is Glenn, and I will be your host as together we discuss all the things that we appreciate on this mini episode, uh, you know, of the PreachCast um we're gonna have just a couple segments just a little bit of a taste on what we offer here on the preach uh first thing segment we're gonna go ahead and get into is just preach play and then we're gonna follow that up with any blue that you can do so without any further ado let's go ahead and uh like switch gears a little bit and see what we got over in the wonderful world of Just Preach Play. Now, for those of you who have, who have never tuned in to uh, the Preach Cast or the Preach Network before, Just Preach Play is a segment where we like to talk uh, about. A trailer. We go through, scour the internet to try to find a trailer that we think looks uh, interesting, that looks fun, uh, and we play it. That's something that we've never seen before, so we're experiencing it with you live. And you know, maybe you haven't seen it either, so we're kind of just reacting to it, discussing it a little bit. And the trailer that we're going to be talking about this week uh, is Hotel Artemis. I have no idea what it is. uh, As always, Uh, I do know that it is a thriller, and it stars. Oh my gosh, Clarice, Clarice, uh, Jodie Foster. <laughs> That's all I ever think of her as. Um, but, uh, I'm excited to check it out. Like I said, it is a thriller. So we're going to go ahead. I got the trailer filed up, um, filed up. I don't know. What's the word queued up right here. So in three, two, one, we're going to just pre play. minutes open the ball now oh that's real nice you don't want it no i really do Uh, hit the ground now i need to make a call hello how can i help easy fellas everybody's gonna get fixed up now verify your memberships and we're off to the races in the Ottomans is a secret hospital for criminals. I thought you were done with all this. I got out, but you know how it goes. they are never out. Not up here. I thought this place was a myth. We've been here for 22 years. This hospital was built on two things. Trust. Rules. You see that badge? That means I'm a healthcare professional. You're an arms dealer, right? Well, don't push my buttons. Don't you do that. I'm a professional, but this woman, she's the business. If you knew what she could do to you with just that cup of coffee. You're lucky this place has rules. The Artemis isn't safe for us, because it is. It's a portable vault. Worth about 18 million. Wolf King's probably going to want those back. Okay, this is a real problem. It's here. Open the gate! That's against the rules. rules? Is that the rule breakers? Honey, where would you be? You got like a plan. You're my brother. I love you. 3D printing complete. I got the next best thing. I got a gun. I guess my ballroom days are over, baby. Showtime. There's a war zone up here am I going to make it out of here? We can do it together. This is what I do. Visiting hours are never... Busy night at the Artemis. You know, you might want to buy some scented candles or something, because it smells like somebody died in here. They did. I think that movie looks awesome. That looks like a ton of fun, Uh, and everybody's in it: Jodie Foster, Jeff Goldblum, Dave Batista, like uh, Charlie Day. That thing is packed. But uh, I think it looks like a good time. I would definitely check that out. And it's got a little bit of like. What's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone? Like Escape Plan? Like everybody goes into that like giant high rise, and it seems like they all have to like escape or like avoid capture. And like I like that type of stuff. I like a little bit of an action with some like cool twist. Uh, I'm into it. I'm excited to check it out. Hopefully you are too. Uh, and let's go ahead. And just we'll keep the show moving. And we're going to go ahead and slide on into any blue that you can do. This segment, very, very straightforward. We go through over on Amazon, pick out a Blu-ray that we think stands out or that we're excited to watch, and just talk about it for a very brief, brief moment in time. And the movie that I went ahead and chose this week is Arachnophobia. Now let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, I hate spiders. I want nothing to do with them at all. They creep me out. I'd almost rather have like a really big spider than a super small one because I feel like at least when you kill a big one there's evidence that it was there um the small ones like you know if you miss them if you turn away from them for a second they're gone and then there's nothing you can do creeps me out man like I, I don't like it I understand that we probably eat like 30 of them a year but I'd just rather we not talk about them and or see them that being said this movie stars Jeff Daniels and John Goodman uh and I remember it from my childhood and really thinking that it was cool uh probably one of the first movies that i saw john goodman in aside from um ooh, I, I don't know it's a good question but one of my first experiences with john goodman and i definitely thought he was funny uh and i really liked him like uh dressing up in those crazy exterminator outfits and just going nuts um i like this movie i have not seen it in a really long time which is probably why i picked it I have fond memories of it from my childhood and I would really like to watch it again. Uh, and the price is right. And actually came out originally, it was a little bit pricier than where it sits right now. It is only $9.99 over on Amazon. Uh, you can buy it used for a little cheaper, but you gotta pay shipping on it and that's not nearly as fun. Uh, so $9.99, you can get yourself Arachnophobia. What's a little sad is it doesn't seem like there's any type of like awesome uh, special features behind this, which is always kind of sad because that's one of the main reasons I buy Blu-ray. So, you know, a little bit of a letdown there. Uh, But for $9.99, I feel like you really can't go wrong with that. Uh, That is arachnophobia. And you know what? I decided that I'm actually going to call a little bit of an audible here on the PreachCast. It is time for Coming Attractions. For those of you who do not know, Coming Attractions is the segment that we like to talk about some of the movies that are coming out in the theaters this week. I hit you with the synopsis, and then I give it a very quick snap judgment based on my own opinions and predispositions. So hopefully you guys, uh, you know, you guys appreciate the fact that I'm going through here telling you what I think of what is out in the theater based really only on a paragraph. So we'll see what you think about it. And of course, if you decide to head out to the movies uh, this weekend, and you see any of these, or you by chance have seen any of them already, by all means, reach out to us over on Twitter at Preachcast, and you and I can have a little bit of a dialogue. You can tell me what to avoid, you should tell me what I could rush to, uh, and you can really just criticize me as much as you want. Uh, you know, the internet's a wonderful place. You know, send me your hate, I can take it at Preachcast. Now, a couple movies coming out this week. We are going to talk about one, two, uh, we're gonna talk about three of them. Uh, the first one is "I Feel Pretty," uh, starring Amy Schumer. A woman struggling, struggling with insecurity, wakes from a fall, believing she is the most beautiful and capable woman on the planet. Her new confidence empowers her to live fearlessly. But what happens when she realizes her appearance has never changed? Um, this is interesting. This plot kind of reminds me, like a like a different version of Shaol Hal." Uh, that movie with uh, Jack Black, where he, I think he gets hit on the head, uh, and then he sees um, you know women that he normally finds unattractive as very attractive, uh, and he doesn't really realize well kind of like what's going on until much later on. Um, so this feels like the inverse of that. This movie's rated PG-13. Amy Schumer usually has a little bit of more colorful humor, uh, is a way to say it. Uh, so I'd be interested to kind of see how she does in this. Um, the reviews for the moment are not the best, uh, but I do think amy schumer's stand-up is pretty funny Uh, so like i would not uh i would not run away from seeing this if this was on netflix or hulu i will definitely check it out uh that is i feel pretty um with amy schumer Next is Super Troopers 2. Uh, This was a movie that people have wanted for a long, long time. The original is like a cult classic. Uh, When a border dispute arises between the US and Canada, the Super Troopers are tasked with establishing a highway patrol station in the disputed area. Uh, It brings back pretty much all the original people from the first Super Troopers. It has a 39% score on Metacritic so it is not doing well. Uh, But you know what? I don't think this movie necessarily needs to be good, it just needs to be funny. but that being said, I feel like people know what they're getting, uh, getting themselves into if they watch this. So it being rated kind of low is a, little, is a little surprising. I would think that people would be really excited about this, especially after wanting it for so long. Um, I don't know. It makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Super Troopers. Let me know if you think we should run out and go see it. And then lastly, it's a limited release. Uh, so we usually don't cover limited releases here on the Preachcast because we have listeners from all over the whole wide world. So we like to try to pick some of the bigger releases that are a little more recognizable. But I personally think this looks cool, so I'm going to talk about it. And it is Ghost Stories. It is a drama horror movie. Um, it's got a 70% on Metacritic, which so far is the highest rated movie that we've been talking about. Uh, Arch Skeptic Filler. wow Arch Skeptic Professor Philip Goodman embarks on a terror-filled quest when he stumbles across a a long-lost file containing the details of three cases of inexplicable hauntings it is three separate ghost stories an anthology movie and i love myself an anthology horror movie so i would definitely be checking this out it does have good reviews people are saying that it is good uh so i would be excited to see it and of course ladies and gentlemen like i was saying earlier when the show first started when coming attractions first started or when just preach play started if you have seen any of these movies if you have any thoughts that you'd like to contribute to the wonderful discussions that we have here on the preachcast reach out to us over on Twitter at preachcast, Send Mr. Seth Trav your well wishes. Make sure that he feels better. Send him a little love over at Seth Trav. If you're into the whole video game thing, if you stuck with us during at Switch It Up show, the episode, uh, the show prior to this, subscribe uh, to him over on YouTube. Uh, If you search uh, preach Network over on YouTube, you'll find him. uh, Basic Boy Gaming videos. He is out there. He's doing the thing even though he's feeling under the weather. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the preachcast a mini episode if you will but don't turn that dial ladies and gentlemen this fun is not ended we have one more show our gateway horror show tales from the crib coming up next My name is Glenn, and I will be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Gateway Horror. Um, here, we're going to give you a little bit of uh, the from the Crib show uh, this week, a little bit of an abbreviated episode, so we're really only going to have a couple things, just a, just a few, just to give you a little bit of a taste. We're going to start it off with Ice Cream Ustream, uh, followed by a little bit of a discussion about Ash versus the Evil Dead. So stay tuned, we're going to jump right on into it. All right ladies and gentlemen this is actually the music for the buzz which is our horror news segment so you know what we're gonna do I, I make the rules here my solo show this week I'm you know running the gambit we're gonna use this we're gonna use this and I'm gonna do the main section right now and that's going to be ash versus the evil dead because I feel like I need to talk about this it is news so I'm gonna put it right here in the buzz and I'm telling you this music is just too good I can only go so long without hearing it sometimes I listen to it in the car because it's that on point point. and if you're interested in any of the music in these uh in these shows that you're listening to go ahead check out the show notes we got credits in there you can go through and listen to it you'll have yourself a grand old time but of course not as grand as you're having right here right now on tales from the crib now Let's talk Ash vs. The Evil Dead. Today on 420, it was actually announced that Ash vs. The Evil Dead is sadly cancelled after the Season 3 finale later on this month. I believe it's April 27th we're going to get the final uh, the final episode of Ash vs. The Evil Dead. Um, they've said that so far over the season, ratings have continued to go down, down, and down uh, and it's you know just hasn't really been looking so good. Um, I think one of the problems uh, with this so far uh, and, and I say so far because I'm hoping that it's not really dead yet i'm hoping it's going to rise from the grave from the ash is if you will uh and find a new home over on another network but so far they've been saying the ratings have been going down and down not doing so great uh so their uh, stars has decided to can it and that's a problem i don't really know if a lot of people have stars you know stars was never really in the upper echelon of the premium cable channels you know you got your hp to to quote a little bit of Setrav, you got your HBO's, you got your Showtimes, uh, you know, those are the top tier networks. Um, Stars really hasn't been quite up there. It does have American Gods, which is you know starting is getting reviewed pretty well, but you know aside from that doesn't really have those you know that same high caliber of programming um, it also is a premium channel people have to pay extra for it uh, right now we're in the world where people are trying to pay less and less for their cable everybody is you know cutting the cord so to speak sticking with Netflix Hulu and really when I bring up Netflix you know that's what I'm hoping is going to be the saving grace for Ash vs. The Evil Dead season one and season two are already streaming on Netflix you can go and watch it they have the rights so it may very well turn out that Netflix makes this like a quote-unquote Netflix original and hopefully they just pick it up and continue it. I think that Asterisk of the Evil Dead would do really really well on Netflix. Uh, it is perfect they have uh, Netflix has a lot of like niche little genre shows uh, from you know anywhere from like these like really strange specific even original anime series uh, all the way to like some original like horror movies and series and things like that they brought back lost in space like it seems like Netflix is not afraid to spend some money Uh, and I feel like if they're not if they're if they're not shying away from some of those other like really specific market type movies and TV shows why would they shy away from ash versus the evil dead which already has like a giant cult following i know that the ratings really haven't been that great over you know on stars itself but not that many people have stars and everybody's got netflix somehow each quarter they keep building their subscriber space this uh their subscriber base the stock keeps going up and up so i feel like you know ash vs evil dead hopefully we'll find a new life over on netflix i'm crossing my fingers ladies and gentlemen I'm, I'm 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 hoping i'm hoping against hope um really the only thing that i feel like you can do uh if you haven't checked out ash versus the evil dead yet um go ahead and start watching it over on netflix you're probably already paying for netflix so it's not going to cost you anything and the more people that start watching that on there they don't really publicize those numbers but i guarantee you someone over there knows exactly how many times those episodes have been watched uh so go ahead Throw that *Flow* Ash vs Evil Dead on Netflix. Send them some jokes over on Twitter. They're pretty witty. They'll probably, they might respond to you and let them know that you want it. Uh, The last uh, hashtag I saw that started to gain a little bit of traction was *Bring bring Back uh, the Boomstick*. Uh, So hopefully, you know, if we get lucky, maybe we'll get a little like Halloween announcement. I think that would be really, really cool. And speaking of things to watch over on Netflix. We're going to go ahead and slide into the next segment, which is I Scream, You Stream, which if you've never listened to the Tales from the Crib show before, it is where we do exactly what it sounds like we're going to do. I'm going to choose a few uh, streaming selections that I think look interesting, hit you with a very, very minute amount of details, and hopefully maybe steer you or myself in the right direction uh, of something to watch. So let's talk about um, Vampire Night. I have not seen Vampire Night, but I'm going to go ahead and add it to my queue, to my list now. Uh, it's funny because like the queue's been around for a long time, but i got to be honest with you. I never use it. I never use the thing. Do you use the, the Netflix queue? Uh, I would really like to know uh, because... I just never really got into it Um, but I think it's gonna be helpful especially with all these like original like super niche shows Uh, and Vampire Night is uh, definitely like that it is a two season uh, anime Uh, it says two teens must keep their school's classes apart nights are for vampires and days are for non-vampires. Talk about a killer schedule, it says. Uh, So, you know, obviously, somehow, uh, the vampires are going to find a way to get into the daytime. Or some people from the daytime classes are going to sneak around 2-bit and and they're going to be there at night. Uh, And then the vampires are going to be around. I love it. it. any and all of these horror animes so far i am just still like shocked that they even exist i think it's so neat Uh, i love seeing traditional like animation like hand drawn um we don't really get that anymore so it's like a love between my two it's like a like a assembly of like my two favorite loves, like traditional animation and horror, uh, put together. Uh, so I, I just think I just think it's cool. I can't get enough of it. Uh, I watched Death Note. I watched another. I'm working my way through uh, season two of Parasite right now, and then I will probably jump into Vampire Night. Uh, again, two seasons right over here on Netflix. Uh, you definitely you definitely owe it to yourself to check it out. Next up is going to be Tremors five. I can't even believe that I am saying that, uh, but somehow it's still going um people must want to watch it it's tremors 5 bloodline uh this movie is actually not the new one they got more going on but tremors 5 is about uh, the subterranean world of tremors the monsters have arrived, arrived on the other side of the world one man has the skills to beat them so i'm guessing that this is australia uh from the images here it looks like it might be in the outback um other side of the world. It's got to be right because uh, one of them takes place in um, like out in the west. So the other side of the world, Australia. Why not, right? Um, I don't know about this one, man. Like I mean, it is rated PG thirteen. It is an hour and forty minutes. I like Tremors. I like the first one. You know, it's a it's a good time. But I mean, I just don't know about another Tremors film. Uh, but that being said, like people people want to see it. They wouldn't make it if they if, if they you know if they didn't want to, right? Like that's how that works, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. But that's one that's one you can go check out. Tremors five. Bloodlines, yeah cross your fingers on that one ladies and gentlemen uh and then lastly we're gonna end it uh with yoga hosers uh this is the kevin smith movie uh that stars uh his daughter uh johnny depp's daughter and of course johnny depp um with an all-important high school party at stake two teen yoga fanatics enlist a manhunter to help help find an army of monsters created by nazis i gotta be honest with you when the movie gets to the end it's a really kind of it's really kind of weird i mean the whole premise of the movie is weird uh but there are lar- large chunks of this film that feel like uh like an old school classic kevin smith movie and personally i had fun with it if you go into it with an open mind i think you'll have a good time uh and really at the end of the day that's all you want from one of your movies is to have fun uh and i had fun throughout the majority of this film so uh, i wasn't expecting it to be like you know anything uh, like super like crazy like i didn't think it was going to be academy award-winning and that's not what he's going for he's going for like a movie that's fun to watch that happens to have uh, you know his kid in uh and I, I thought it was I thought it was cool. I had fun with it. If you haven't seen Yoga Hosers, if you're a fan of Kevin Smith, you're going to like it. Um, that's that's the bottom line, because I said so. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this abbreviated super show, featuring a little bit of the Switch It Up show, a little bit of the Preach Cast, and just a little bit of Tales from the Cribbed. Uh, if you uh, happen to have any free time, go ahead, wish our wonderful co-host Mr. Setrav uh, a speed recovery over at Setrav. Subscribe to us over on Twitter at Switch It Up Show, at Pre- Preachcast at tales from the crib over on youtube at basic boy gaming we're all over the place we're doing it all for you ladies and gentlemen so go ahead check out our website too while you're at it www.prish.us uh you know we're all over there uh and we look forward to hearing from you and hopefully next week i'll be joined by my wonderful co-host uh and uh that's gonna do it for us tonight ladies and gentlemen enjoy this wonderful wonderful music